It's super easy to get swept up in the world's version of Christmas because it's everywhere and it's super loud and super bright and noisy and crazy. And you have to really swim upstream a little bit to keep the real reason for Christmas as part of your plans and part of the fun and the excitement of the whole season. Don't worry, I am not going to tell you that you have to stop watching Elf and go serve in a soup kitchen the whole month. We're not going there, but I am going to show you a few simple ways to keep Jesus at the front of mind for you and for your family as you move through the month of December. Let's go. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Happy Tuesday, friends. How many of you have already watched 15 Christmas movies? (laughs) I think we're up to seven or eight over here. We had the delightful experience of having some sickness over the Thanksgiving break, so we didn't get to do all the things we had planned and instead ended up turning on the fireplace, putting up the Christmas tree, and watching a bunch of movies. And there's just something so comforting about that, isn't it? I mean, I really do love a lot of the traditional and secular things that happen at Christmas time. But if you're like me, you really do want to teach your kids about the real meaning of Christmas and not just focus on Santa and elves and shopping and how long their Christmas list is going to be and and how much the new technology is going to cost. And not just for them, but for you to keep the real sense of, of peace and joy around Christmas. So here are nine simple ways that you can bring Jesus into your Christmas celebrations. And I won't even make you take notes. I'm going to share a free guide with this episode. So everything that I mention will be summarized for you with all the details and any links you need to pick and choose what works for you, what works for your family, what sounds fun for you guys. So here we go. Number one, read the Christmas story. And the actual story out of the Bible, straight out of the Bible. So there are versions of the Christmas story in Matthew and Mark and Luke. So it's great to cover all three. And in the guide I'm sharing, I'm going to include a breakdown of the best way to read all of this in order, where it makes the most sense and where it covers all the bases. And this can be kind of a a springboard for you to start reading the Bible more together as, as a family both yourself and your kids and all together. You can take turns reading. You can talk about, like read a passage and then talk about what it would have been like to to be there. Imagine what things looked like. Really try to to meditate on it for a minute and not just make it, you know, a box on your to-do list. Number two is choose some Jesus-centered Christmas movies. I'm all about Elf. I really do. I I love Elf and Home Alone and all of those. But some other really good ones. My kids really like the star. Even my 14-year-old will sit through it. <laughs> it might not be his favorite. But the younger ones really do like it. Um, small one is a little-known Disney movie. It's short and it is precious. It is so sweet. 
Mickey's Christmas Carol. That's not so much a Christian one, but that is one of our favorites that's also just short and kind of captures more of the real meaning of Christmas. Chasing the Star, the Nativity Story, the Star of Bethlehem. There's a bunch, so I'm going to give a list for you on the guide. But it's good to just kind of pepper these in. So yeah, one night we're going to watch, you know, Home Alone 14 or whatever. And then the next night we can watch one of these. And number three is mix up your Christmas music. So same with the movies. Let's mix it up with what we're listening to. So again, love the old classics. Love me some Jingle Bell Rock and Mariah. But I also love, okay, who else grew up listening to Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant? I would still, the 1989 album from Michael W. Smith, I still listen to in its entirety because my dad was obsessed with it and made a cassette tape of it for every single member of our extended family in 1989. And so it's super nostalgic for me, but there's some really good, more updated Christian music too. It's so easy on Spotify. Just go search Christian Christmas music and you can get yourself a great playlist and just mix that in with your white Christmas. Number four is in the kitchen. I love baking cookies. And I have discovered there are some really fun nativity scene cookie cutters. So it's just, it's nothing, this isn't something deep, right? But it's, you're already making cookies. Why not cut out nativity shapes and use it as an opportunity to talk with your kids about Jesus, have a Jesus-centered discussion while you're doing it. Super easy way to just kind of infuse the real meaning of Christmas. Number five is the angel card project. This is a really cool way to send cards to those in need. And if you have a daughter like mine, she cards are like her love language. <laughs> she constantly makes them and wants to have places to send them. And so even just the act of like filling out a card and putting it in an envelope and addressing it to someone is really something that she loves to do. So giving her a list of you can pick how many you want to send. So you don't have to sign up for like 100. You could sign up for five or 10. You can also even submit a person. If you know someone in need, like they could really use some encouragement, you can submit them as someone to receive cards. It's a beautiful thing they have going on. So I will link to that angel card project in the guide. Number six, decide one way that your family is going to serve together in kind of a boots on the ground sort of fashion. So that could be a soup kitchen or sponsoring an angel and going together to the store to purchase things like not clicking online, like going somewhere together and actually thinking about this child. What do we want to get for them? Why would that be fun? What would they really love? Or maybe it's gathering groceries to take to a food pantry or volunteering in a food pantry, something where you're physically touching stuff. Maybe you contact a nursing home to see if they have any kind of program you could participate in or get a group together to go caroling if that's your thing. Full disclosure, nursing homes are hard for me. It's just hard. Even when my own grandmother was in the nursing home and we were going to visit her, it's just not, it's, it can be a difficult place for some of us to go, but I also can tell you it's so impactful to bring some joy, to bring a smile to the faces of the people there who were just often forgotten. Um, or maybe just find some other local charity where you can experience this full process of doing things in person together to serve. Number seven is Advent Blocks. 
These are really cool. This is our first year to do this. They're literal blocks that you can display up. We have them on our mantle. Like we've got a little garland and then in front of that is the blocks and it's one through 25. And you start, there is a star block you put on top of one and then a globe, like an earth block on 25. And so each day of the month, we're moving the star one day closer. It's, it's just like an advent calendar, but it's blocks. But what's cool is with each day, there's a story, there's a book that goes with it. And there's a story that you read that has to do with how the whole story of how Jesus did make it finally to earth, like everything leading up to it. And you turn the blocks and they have little symbols that have to do with each story. And then at the end, you turn them all around and it says Emmanuel, God with us. Once you get to day 25, it's just a really beautiful way to have just a small little five minute part of your day where you sit down with your family, you read a story from the Bible, you make some connections, the the youngest kid in the house can move the block, you know, turn the block, the whole, there's a, there's a tactile part to it. So I'm really excited. Even if when my kids are older, I think I'm still going to want to do it. Just for me, I like that. I like having this connection each day. Number eight, give Jesus centered gifts. So give your favorite devotional or a prayer journal or a new Bible or a study Bible or these Advent blocks I was talking about or the cookie cutters. Find kind of creative ways to give gifts that have something to do with faith and with helping that person grow spiritually. Number nine, attend a candlelight Christmas service. This one is just a no-brainer. I love, I have so many great memories as a child, always growing up and going to these candlelight services. It's so beautiful. It's so sacred. And it really just kind of calms your spirit and puts you in this place of kind of wonder and gratitude. And if you haven't been to church in a while, this is a beautiful way to restart. It's it's an easy way to just show up. You can pick any ch- local church. They're all going to be doing it. <laughs> you know, well, I live in Texas. We're in the Bible Belt. It might be a little harder where you are, but where I live, there's literally... I could probably pick from 50 churches to go to a service. So if you haven't been to church in a while, maybe this is your chance to go kind of reconnect in that way. Find a local church, find a place to plug in. So that's the nine ways. Don't get overwhelmed and think that you have to do all of these, but just pick a few, pick a couple. You can get the full guide with all the details and links and info at JennyLaurie.com. J-E-N-N-I-E-L-A-U-R-I-E dot com. Grab the download, all the details, all the links, the order to read the the scriptures, where to buy the Advent blocks, all of that stuff. But what I really want to leave you with is this. It's not so much about what you do at Christmas. It's really about living your life in a way that includes Jesus on a regular basis. So if nothing else, I would love it if something on this list just sparked a little flame inside you that could grow into a genuine desire to read your Bible more, to get more involved in your local church, to start a new devotional or pull out your Bible or start a conversation with your kids about Jesus. God doesn't want us to put Jesus in a box just for Christmas any more than he wants us to leave him out of Christmas. Neither one is really the goal. The goal is to remember he's always with us and to be continually looking to his word for comfort and peace and guidance. 
which is really God's ultimate gift for us at Christmas and always. Merry Christmas, y'all. See you next week. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If this episode helped you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you would text it to a friend or share it with another mom who needs a breakthrough. And it would be a huge blessing to me if you could rate or review the podcast. That is how the word gets out, how more moms find me and how we can all share a little bit more of God's word with those who need it. Thank you.